everybody, this is just a disclaimer for this episode. So I thought this was the first time that this has happened uh, for the pat for the cards that Upper Deck had come out with. Uh, Mike Sumner from uh, the Wax Pack Hero podcast, who that's a, a really good podcast. So you should definitely take a look at that as well. Uh, he reached out to me and said that Upper Deck had done this last year. So you're probably going to hear me a couple times say that this is the first time that this has happened, but it's not. I just got fired up and I forgot to look into it. So just so you know, before listening to the episode, uh, you're going to hear me say this is the first time, but it's not the first time. So I hope you enjoy the episode. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. My name is Adam. I am your host. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on TikTok. That's Heroes for Sale. If you go to the link in my Instagram bio, that is where you're going to be able to find me everywhere else on the internet. You know the drill here. Now, today's episode is going to be a little bit different than I think most other episodes because I'm going to be talking sports cards, but I'm also going to be talking... Um, a concept that I actually just am only honestly putting out this episode because I, I don't know how to express actually, well, there's not really only reason, but like basically upper deck is Darren Ravel. I don't know if anybody caught this, but the other day, Darren Ravel tweeted that I'm just going to read his tweet here. It says, now you can really blame your parents for not allowing you to play video games all night. First salaries of $250,000 plus for top gamers. Now they have their own upper deck set of cards. New set includes game used jerseys and autographs. So if you haven't heard this news, upper deck is coming out with a Overwatch League set, which I think is fine. I mean, if they, I guess they had to start somewhere in my opinion. I mean, to get these gamer cards, and, and I know, Tom, if you're listening, and I think you probably are, we will do something similar to this, and I'll get your opinion on this, because me and you have a lot, we talk a lot about um, uh, gaming and esports. If you follow me on LinkedIn, I post more about esports on there than I do on like my Instagram, uh, because I think it's more of a general topic, it's less about sports cards, but here's the thing. I think that we're going to see gamer sports cards in the next five-ish years, probably. And I think if they do it correctly, these could be just as popular as regular sports cards. Um, And I mean, if you look at, like, this past year with, like, League of Legends, I mean, even this is the first season of the Call of Duty League. They're in, like, I think the third or fourth week. I don't know if they play this weekend or... I don't think they do because I think they alternate weekends. They start off in Minnesota, then they went to London, then they went to Atlanta, and I think they're going to L.A. next for the Optic homestand. We're going to see gamer sports cards in the future. At this point, now that they have come out, now that the floodgates have been opened, I think for sure we're going to be seeing these cards in the future. Now, I don't know if they're going to do... like I would imagine the next step will be Call of Duty cards because like the Call of Duty League, this is the inaugural season of the Call of Duty League. Um, and similar to the Overwatch League, um, it's fairly well publicized. I mean, Overwatch is like a newer game, so it's not, it's super popular like overseas and like there are, there are tournaments and stuff in, in all over the United States. And I mean, the league itself is pretty popular. I don't particularly watch Overwatch, uh, the league itself. Like I do watch Call of Duty and I watch like Fortnite stuff. Um, and I know some people will be like, oh, well, Fortnite isn't esports. Well, it is. I don't know. I mean, what do you want me to say? It's people competing. Anything could be any any game could be an esport, maybe, I think. Um, and I'm sure esports people will probably be triggered by me saying that. But, like, realistically, 
I think that's the truth. Like, I mean, because you have, like, eSports. You got, like, FIFA, and you got Madden. I don't think there's MLB The Show eSports, but, like, you have, like, the Madden Championships. You have, like, the FIFA Championships, which FIFA is more globally – it's more global than, like, any other sports game. Um, 2K, they also have a 2K league. So, like, that's honestly – honestly, if I were to – now that I'm thinking about it, now that I said 2K aloud, I think 2K could be the next league to get cards – for Panini, and I think that would be actually a very smart move by Panini to work with the NBA, and then because a lot of these NBA teams, all the 2K League teams are affiliated with an NBA team. So if they want to grow that league, like, and I mean, for example, like, I don't particularly know anybody in the 2K League, um, and I don't know if coming out with cards of them. I mean, coming out with cards of them, you're going to get the people in the sports card community maybe following that league a little bit more. I mean, I would probably follow it a little bit more. I think they're in their third or fourth season, if I'm correct. Um, so, like, that could be an area where maybe um, maybe Panini steps in and they make some 2K League cards. Or, like, so I think really where the where the money is going to be made will be if they can figure out how to get the licensing for... Some of the like bigger names, and if they can have multiple, multiple sports slash multiple games within the within the product itself. So like, and I mean, I think I said this as an example. Like, if you were to, let's see, if you were to get like um like a Ninja card or like Nick Merckx or Cipher or Tim the Tapman or Doctor Lupo, and these are just all the or Nick Nick A thirty, like any of these. Fortnite players, which they don't only play Fortnite, but they just, they're gamers, and Fortnite has become the game that's the most popular, so that's why I would consider them, like, Fortnite players, um, but at the same time, like, they're not just Fortnite players, like, they're gamers, and I don't know if it's something where I'm trying to, also, I'm trying to work out this concept, and I've kind of thought about it, but I've never written anything down, so, like, if the concept doesn't sound fully, if it sounds half-baked, that's because it sort of is, like, I haven't fully thought it out completely yet but i think here are some cool things that i like that i think they could do so like if they were to do something like that uh where either tops or panini somehow were to get the licensing for these players which it could be a lot of work um just because with these players some of them are parts of teams so there's like esports teams so like you could see like a um like hundred thieves. If I think if hundred thieves were to put together, if if they, I don't know, I'm not sure how they could do this, but it's like so hundred thieves. They have a bunch of different teams, so like that could be one example of like a team, and then you have like a checklist with all the play the like I think um, like courage. I think courage JD would be someone that would maybe be on there for um, the like hundred thieves. But like then you look at like other teams, like there's Lum- Lumosity. Um, there is G6, which is a European esports team. Like, there are tons of esports teams that could be part of this, um, not just, like, with Overwatch, because, like, I think with Overwatch, there are individual teams, but then there's also the Overwatch teams themselves. Like, with 2K, I don't think any of these 2K players are part of, like, Lumosity or, like, 100 Thieves, like, at least from my... From my understanding, they're not. They may be, and that may be something that I need to look into a little bit more. But like, they need to, they they can get these, um, and maybe that's where 
maybe that's where they start. They start with the players that are on the teams, and then they, they negotiate with the teams to get these players rather than negotiate for the rights to the players themselves because like, if they're not part of a team, then they're doing negotiating with one player, which would take more time, obviously, than going to an esports organization and saying, we want to license out your te- some of the players on your team for this product. Um, but like, imagine you saw like a faker card for... Uh, for League of Legends, or if you saw like a like a Summit card, or like a um, Doctor Disrespect card, or I mean, I'm just naming off esports people at this point. But like, who's another guy that I like in esports? Um, like I said, Faker, Summit, or like Tyler One would be another cool one. Like I know he put together a um, he put together like an esport, like a League of Legends American tournament, which was pretty much. Like from the video that I saw, so if if you like esports, I suggest that you follow the uh, the Score Esports. They put out great videos, and then also Esports Talk is another website or another YouTube channel that I like that does a lot of like esports kind of news related stuff. But like I know Tyler One did a uh, a USA player American. Um, League of Legends tournament, which was basically like a showcase because that's how like these large that's how these players get signed to larger organizations essentially. And I mean, something that I thought of maybe is like, what if then, what if Twitch worked with Tops or like if Mixer worked with Panini or if like Facebook Gaming worked with somebody or YouTube Gaming worked with one of these companies? I think that's another avenue where. Like, with Twitch specifically, and I mean, because there are people who are signed to the Twitch contract. You know, you got, like, Dr. Lupo, you've got, um, you've got Tim the Tatman, like, all these pe- all these people. And, like, esports, I mean, they're more entertaining. They're also very good at the game. Um, but then you could see some crossover, because then you have, like, a Juju Smith-Schuster, or you have, like, a uh, Trevor May, or you have, like, because they have these, like, Twitch does the Twitch Rivals tournaments, where they have the like athletes come in and mostly it's football I believe I don't know if they do other sports but like you have athletes who are interested like I think um Blake Snell a pitcher for the Devil Rays also plays game plays like uh Fortnite and stuff like that so I mean I don't know I just I want to get this on record and I want to get my ideas out there so that way down the road if something like this happens I'm I I don't know if I want to take full credit here but like I think it's, I mean, I think it'd be cool, and I really hope that they do this soon. I think that would be a really cool idea if they did that, and just so you know, if, um, I'll be doing one of those Gary V videos probably down the road where it's like 2020 and then like 2023, and I'll be sitting there with my phone, and I'll be like, yep, I said that, yep, esports cards, that's what I said, that's gonna be big, so like, but it's not going to be like... I don't know if the esports cards of like the FIFA League or the like 2K League or like Madden players. I mean, Problem Right is a pretty big Madden player. You also have um, Skimbo, I think, is another Madden player. Like, I was kind of big into the Madden competitive scene for a little bit when I played. Not as much anymore. But like I said, I think it's just, it'd be cool to figure out a way for sports cards to get into that space a little bit more. Um, And I'm not 100% sure how they would do it. Um, but I mean, I just spitballing right there. Those are all of my, those are all the ideas that I have. And I want to, I just want to document that I think this is a good idea because realistically, 
I don't know how long I've been saying that esports cards are going to be big. Like it, what I should have done because I thought of this idea back when Ninja signed with Adidas. So this was an idea that I had back then. So that was probably over. That was I think that was during the summer because during the summer when he signed that uh, Adidas contract, I was like, "This is huge for gaming because it's like it's transcending gaming and it's like it's making it." Like, it's already cool, like, to be honest, like, there's not, it's not even, it's not even in a, in a place where it's, like, I don't know how to explain it. It's not even in a place where it's, like, it is going to become cool. Like, it is cool. Like, it is. Like, that's just facts. And I don't, I don't know. People maybe don't like gaming, won't think it's cool, but, like, if you like gaming, it's, like, everything that they're able to do. Like, if you're telling me esports isn't cool, go look at the intros for the League of Legends finals from 2018 and 2019 and tell me that tell me that that doesn't show you how big esports is like the the intros that they had when they were in Korea and then when they had in Paris were phenomenal they were absolutely insane like this year was the first year that I actually woke up a little bit early which because because it was in Paris so the timing was different I think I had to wake up at like six or something to watch the final for the uh, League of Legends championship this year for the the world final that was in Paris and you know you want to you want to know another way that I know that esports is cool and it's becoming more culturally relevant is that uh Louis Vuitton who which that's a French Paris kind of brand, they partnered with League of Legends to uh, create the case for the championship trophy. Like every these all there's all these small factors, not even small factors, they're big factors. There's all of these factors that are showing people that esports is it's the next wave. Like this Call of Duty League is big because like Call of Duty has been a one of the biggest games in my opinion that I have seen in my generation. Like growing up, it's always been in the like cultural type of well not cultural what am i trying to say here it's always been like the mo one of the most popular games but you also have like you've got like drake investing in 100 thieves and there's just all of these small and i keep saying small i don't mean small there's all of these things that are happening within the game and within the gaming industry that's just it's showing you that it's like the next wave and i think if panini or tops or i mean if if now i mean you have these overwatch cards for upper deck like so clearly upper deck knows so this um knows this space a little bit i mean like i said i don't i don't love overwatch so like i don't know if it's a product i'll be buying like i think i'll, I'll wait to see how much it costs like i don't because i don't know anybody in overwatch so like that's it's not really except for i know tracer because uh there was that tiktok uh, how about I'll be Tracer? I'm already Tracer. Um, <laughs> there's that TikTok. That was a trend when I first got on TikTok. Um, that was hilarious also. So funny. Such a funny trend. If anybody knows that trend, reach out to me because that was hilarious. And if you... <laughs> I hate, I don't like the TikToks that are like, oh, if you're, you're a real OG, if you know this, but like, seriously, you are a real OG. If you know, you're already Tracer. Like if somebody wants to be Tracer and you're like, I'm already Tracer, you are an OG on TikTok. And because it came out and it was bit, whatever, regardless, either way, that's all I know about Overwatch for the most part. So, I mean, that's pretty much all I got for this episode. I, I guess it's, it's less about marketing market stuff for sports cards, and it's more just an idea that I kind of have that I want to put out into the space and see what other people think. Um, 
So everybody, that's I mean, that's gonna be for the it for the episode. I, I I'm not I'm not it's not shorter. I feel like I always say these episodes are shorter, and they always end up being like 15 to 20 minutes. So that, I mean, that's gonna be it. Whatever. We'll end the episode. I'm rambling here. Uh, everybody, thank you for listening. Share this podcast with your closest friend uh, if that likes esports. You know that'd be cool. This is kind of maybe something that you can if they like esports and they like sports cards. This is gonna be the perfect podcast for you. So everybody, thank you for listening. I'll see you in the next episode.